Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Adam Fury podcast. Right, today I want to discuss um, something that I'm really excited about. On the 18th of March there's going to be an announcement of a new Life is Strange, um, said by Square Enix. Um, If you're not sure what Life is Strange is, it's this video game discussing... This video game which follows these characters with powers and the choices they make and basically based on what choices you make as the player depends on the situation and then by the end you get an ending depending on all the choices you make. And Life is Strange is well known for its characters and just the story and the heartbreaking endings you get even if you make all the best choices you can in the game. So I played Life is Strange 1 quite a number of years ago now with my friend Amy and um, we binged it. I'm so glad we played it when it was all out rather than waiting for the next episode because playing it from start to finish was just an incredible ride. And then Before the Storm with the spin-off was also brilliant but shorter. I wish it was slightly longer Before the Storm. And then Life is Strange 2 which though didn't make as many sales had an incredible story was really critically well received but just the release times and the lack of characters recurring and just I think it was a very ambitious project that should have had more time given to each episode or maybe more episodes and probably some more money poured into it I think because to to this day I think the best choice game you make choices that actually really affect the story is Detroit Become Human I still haven't played a game like Detroit Become Human where the choices really affect the whole world and the story in such an intricate way. But Detroit Become Human was a really intense project. I think there was like... The number of pages of script that had to be done was insane. So I understand why a lot of people can't get to the depth of Detroit Detroit Become Human. But with Life is Strange, I'm really hoping... I don't know who's going to be doing the next one. It's either going to be Don't Nod or the ones who are behind Before the Storm. Um, so Deck Nine, um, I think Deck Nine will be continuing the new entry, especially after Don't Nod said they have no plans to return to the series in the immediate future, which I think is a shame. I know they spent so much time on Life is Strange 2 and there was a lot of money and investment in it. And maybe the payback wasn't that great. But it just... Um, it's just a little bit of uh, a shame. Because their previous projects... They released two projects recently. Uh, called Tell Me Why. And Twin Mirror. Tell Me Why I enjoyed. I thought it was a great story. Um, I just wish it was also on PlayStation. Because I thought with the characters, background, everything, it could have been a great story to sort of explore uh, for everyone, sort of. I feel like it should have been available on more platforms, but I completely get why it was on Xbox, because Microsoft funded this game, so that makes sense. But I hope later on it's available on more platforms, because I think it's a great story, especially for the character. But uh, Twin Mirror I wasn't too impressed with, if I'm perfectly honest. Twin Mirror had a great potential and I enjoyed it but I felt like the ending was very abrupt I thought it was really rushed and for how much it was how much the game cost I think it was really short for a game 
and I just think Don't Nod are trying to do too much, I really do, I think they need to think back to what made Life is Strange 1 in that, you know, they didn't really need to go across the whole of America, they really could have just, I mean, it was it was an ambitious project, Life is Strange 2, but I think the fact you didn't see the same characters again, connect with them, build on the world, and some episodes also felt short, I think they're sort of stretching themselves thin. So it'll be interesting to see where Deck Nine takes Life is Strange 3. Um, and I'll be doing another episode once uh, there's more information coming out. But basically at the moment, uh, there's no E3 this year. Um, but I'm just reading this article from Metro. So apparently the rumours suggest that the main character is an Asian-American woman. So they've teased the protagonist... And they've also said that it's going to be a new entry because people people really want Chloe and Max to make a comeback and, you know, they're never going to give that up. So, I mean, you know, if things ever go wrong and they need to make money, they know exactly which one to go back to again, basically. But apparently it's going to be an Asian-American woman who can read minds. Although nothing more is known beyond that. It is also claimed that there's a second game that would be released and announced much later featuring Max and Chloe, as well as a Switch port of the first game. Despite sounding perfectly believable, the rumours were quickly disowned by the original source, although that seemed to be because they realised they exposed themselves, not because they're not true. We'll find out for sure next Thursday, March 18th at 5pm. I am just incredibly hyped for The Next Life is Strange, and I'm actually glad it's a new story with new characters, because it just... I'm interested to see where they take this, but this is what I'm hoping for, for with the new game. And um, just some of my thoughts before it comes out. And we'll see how much it sort of aligns with what I'm looking for. So with this new game, I'm really hoping it's set in one place. Instead of a road trip across places. Because I really would like it if the episodes were released more closer to together. Because Life is Strange 2 was released over... I think it was from 2018 to the... December of 2019, so it had like a really stretched out long release date, which I don't really think helped with the hype, like fewer YouTubers played it, there wasn't as much traction to it, less people reacted to it, which I think is a shame, if you haven't played Life is Strange 2, really, really should give it a chance now that it's all out, but uh, what I'm looking for, what I'm looking for essentially is that we are playing a character with the power again, because as much as I like Sean and Daniel, trying to look after a child with telekinetic powers was just so stressful and I hope we have some sort of control given back to us again and I would like to see how they sort of advance the game a little bit more um, whether they're going to explore the lore because so far what we've learned from Before the Storm and Number One and Number Two is that the fact that whenever something traumatic happens to the characters they unlock a power and so far, the, the game has treated this power as a mystery. It would be interesting if we could explore that lore a little bit. Like, why is it, you know, Native American creatures play a part in it? Like, walls and does and just there's some, just the sort of mythology or whatever is behind this world that, you know, leads to these sort of powers. Um, that would be something cool they could try and explore. Uh, and I'd really like it if we could have a character with the power. 
and it'd be interesting to see what issues they explore. I know some people complained about Life is Strange 2 being really political, but I thought there were topics that really need to be discussed. I mean, you know, it covered America pretty well. I mean, if you're going to be two Latino boys on the run, you're going to face racism at some point. And the way they portrayed racism was really well as an antagonist. You know, you had your your sort of quiet racism, where um, you go into an office and you ask sort of questions like, are you here with someone else? Like, what are you doing out here? You don't look like you're from around here. You know, it's sort of that quite not overt, what's the, covert, I think it is, that sort of covert sort of, you know, you can't call it out because it's, but you can feel it. And then you've got your full-out racism, which leads to violence or, you know, someone saying you should go back to your own country and just so there's a lot of um there was a lot of i liked a lot of the issues explored there and how religion can become a bit of a cult and brainwashing and you know the fact that incarceration and the prison system in america and Fugitives, and there was just so much explored in Life is Strange too that was fantastic. And also gun violence as well. Gun violence is a massive topic explored in the games. I'm interested to see if they explore, to see what new topics they'll explore. And I really hope that um, we get more of a magical sort of fantasy element, maybe. Because Life is Strange 1, I liked how it sort of surprised you with an alternative timeline, and then this happened, and then we could go through the photographs. Life is Strange 2 is very based in reality. And it would be cool if we could sort of break that at some point. I mean, even the last episode of Life is Strange 1, it is insane from start to finish. I mean, you know, Max goes into so many different timelines and then it becomes very Lynchian with this sort of dark walk down this, you know. I, I really like the last episode of Life is Strange 1. And... uh It'll be interesting to see what Deck Nine do differently. I mean, people loved what they did with Before the Storm. But I also hope it doesn't detract too far away from the original vision. Because there's always that worry when you go between different studios, like how they're going to do. And um, I really hope that this one also picks up a bit more. Because the thing is with this series, if if the installment falls and sails and stuff, you know the chances of like another installment you just think or oh, are they actually going to be able to do another one so i really hope number three does well and the protagonist looks really interesting i'm interested to see where they go with number three um so <laughs> so yeah those are some of the initial things i want uh from the game uh, i really hope we get a cameo from the following people Max and Chloe maybe at some point or we get like a cool snippet or easter egg from them and Sean and Daniel somehow I'd love to see I'd love for the same thing to happen in this game where they ask you what decisions did you make in Life is Strange 1 and Life is Strange 2 and then depending on what you pick like later on you can see like an easter egg related to them that would be incredible or maybe the game at some point crosses over with one of the other games where you know I don't know, maybe it goes to the Mexican border and you see a wall exploding or something out of context and you go, what happened there? But because you played the other game, you get what's happening. So, I don't know, just something something that connects more with the other instalments so it builds on that world. 
Um, I really hope they just don't make it its own. Or maybe coming across even characters from the other previous ones. So maybe this, t- maybe it might be set in, I don't know, one of the towns the Diaz brothers comes across. Or maybe it's set in Arcadia. Who knows? There's so many ways they could go about this. And it'll be interesting, it'll be interesting to see where they where they take it. But um, I'm also hoping that choices have more of an impact. Uh, I hope they can still keep the multiple endings. The two endings of Life Strange 1. I mean, I really hope for Life Strange 3 we have even more endings and choices. That would be really good. But do you know what? I'm positive to see where they go with this. And I just hope they include... I hope it's something... Um, they need to go something more escapism or fantasy because I think with number two it hit home a bit too hard for some people and I think they need to get this series popular again so maybe each installment they do one more based in reality and this one could be more based in fantasy Um, and when I mean fantasy element I mean the whole sense of something a bit more out there you know you you don't know what to expect from each episode in terms of where it's going to go next like Life is Strange 1 that was very you know we're time traveling we're going through a photo and you know the edges of blood and so it'll be interesting to see where it goes there if it is mind reading as that article as it's been speculated I think there's so much you could do with that but I don't know how the game mechanics would work I think it'd be really interesting so yeah uh, those are my initial reaction for Life is Strange 3 I'm just really excited for it and at some point I'll need to uh, read the comics as well with the alternative timeline with Max and Chloe but yeah if you've listened to this let me know what you think you're speculating about the series I mean at the moment I'm still planning a few videos about this series um I was to discuss Sean at one point. His whole character arc is incredible for Life is Strange 2. And it's also one that frustrates and kind of upsets and angers me. And that's something I'd love to discuss at one point. I mean, I started a video. And oh, just editing the video at the moment is so much effort. I might do a podcast instead, but we'll see. And um, at some point, I'll be uploading a video about sort of showing the Life is Strange cards. There's like a card collection of the characters and reflecting my thoughts on each character's, I think. Um, leading. So I think I might upload some more videos to my channel leading up to the release of the game, sort of, yeah, it, as a hype up, like, you know, getting more and more hyped towards the release. But yeah, let me know. What are you looking forward to? What did you like more? Did you like Life is Strange 1 or 2? Who's your favourite character? Which part of the series broke your heart and (laughs) you needed to stay in bed for a week because you were that depressed from the ending? (laughs) Someone, there was this funny tweet I read after the announcement where someone said, this lifted me out of my depression or something like that. And, you know, someone's having like an astral projection out of their body. And then someone replies to them going, yep, and then you'll get an even worse depression because this game is going to destroy you from the ending. And I think that's what this game does best. It it makes you fall in love with the characters, you root for the characters, you 
you go with them on this emotional, powerful journey, and then the ending soul-crushingly destroys you, even if you've made all the right choices. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to see how it's going to upset and anger me next. And I'm going to, yeah, that'll be fun to see where it goes from there. So yeah, let me know what you're excited about. And I'll be uploading another episode on the 18th, when it gets, hopefully the 18th or after, when we get some more information and my reaction to it. Hopefully it'll be positive. <laughs> and I don't... <laughs> I'm sure I'll be... I'm sure it'll be good. So far from what they've released, what they're teasing looks interesting. And I think it's good we've gone back to a female character. I think it's time we had another girl. And I have a feeling from what they were teasing with this character, she looks older... So it'll be something different. Um, and I like that they're still trying new things. They haven't just sort of confined to one box or gone back to the... They are, and that says to me, they've got... An, it sounds like to me they've got an original story, an idea that they're going to explore through. So we'll see on the 18th what they come up with. But yeah, let me know what you think. And thanks for listening to this episode. And uh, join me then. Okay, bye, and thank you for listening.